Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Joy of Junk Journals, the Paper Outpost podcast. Me and Sunny are sitting here in our living room, and um, Holly, the African Grey, who usually tweets in right about now, is up in Papa's office. So I just wanted you to know all is well. And um, we have just completed a very intensive fetch game with Sunshine, and uh, so he may be a little tuckered. Um, so are you going to have anything to say? I'm not sure, Mom. We'll see you later. Maybe I'm sleeping now. Okay. So I've, I've been told to uh, go away. <laughs> Stop bugging him. <laughs> so today's topic is themed junk journals. The pros and cons of themed junk journals. And um, they're are a lot of different reasons to be in each camp and you don't really have to commit to either camp. You can play with themes or not play with themes. It doesn't matter. But I've just, after many years of making junk journals, I thought I would go over some of the things that I've learned and experienced as I went down the path of themed versus not themed. Um, let's go down the themed path first. Okay, here we are just getting into junk journal world. Our eyes are starry. Our, 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 our we're, 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 tittering with excitement. We're so happy to get into figuring out how to make books and all this stuff. And our imaginations are running wild. And all of a sudden we're thinking Harry Potter themed, sewing themed, swan themed, um, you know, golden book themed. I mean, you name it, you're going to like the Beatles, um, whatever it is, you're going to go all down all these crazy uh, paths of uh, things that will inspire you to make a junk journal, um, all circling around one basic theme or common idea. Maybe you're making the junk journal as a gift for somebody somebody who's really into old vintage cars, perhaps, or, um, you know, love the monkeys, the old band, um, who knows what it is, whatever it is, it's got a theme. And uh, with the theme comes some uh, considerations. And these are kind of good to know before you go in. I think everybody, if you've never made a themed journal, should go on, embark on that journey at least once so you get the feel for the experience. And um, uh, one of the things that I've learned is that um, the theme can help you um, ratchet down or hone down or narrow in on a certain topic because, well, you're working on one certain topic. So when you're starting your research on your filtering and as you're going through your um, baskets and your boxes of things, you're going to be looking for, for example, strawberries. And anytime you find a strawberry, you're going to pull it out and put it in a pile. Now, you may or may not have a lot of strawberries to begin with. That could happen, right? Maybe you're just not a strawberry kind of person. Um, so, but you really want to make a strawberry journal. So then you come up against, well, what am I going to do? I've depleted my strawberries um, in my stickers and in my book pages and in my magazines. And now what do I do? Well, now you have to expand your search. And this is where research comes in. Um, there's a couple places that you can go to for research. You can um, you can use the World Wide Web and explore um, other places you can find strawberries. You can look for books related to strawberries or pictures or, um, you know, ask your friends and family for anything related to strawberries. And sometimes it can become 
quite the journey. Yes, <laughs> let me just emphasize that, quite the journey. So here's a little tip I'd like to add just to um, possibly open up some worlds. If you find yourself stuck, maybe you don't have um, piles and piles of strawberry things. Maybe you can find something that you have that's strawberry-like or strawberry-esque in your already gathered things. For example, maybe some red paper, um, maybe some um, thing you can morph into something that looks like a strawberry. Maybe you can cut something out that might look like a strawberry or draw something or hand paint something or color pencil something or draw with a um, just a regular pencil the shapes of strawberries. I mean, um, just because something is uh, strawberry themed doesn't mean it has to actually have pictures of strawberries throughout. It can, it can just take the flavor of a strawberry and wasp it. Is that the right word, Sunny? Waft it. That's the word. Waft it throughout your uh, journal. So don't feel like you have to go and buy a million strawberry things. Maybe you're like packing up, getting ready to go down to Holly, Holly Hobby, Holly, Hobby Lobby. And uh, um, I think Holly Hobby used to have strawberries on her skirt, on her apron. Um, everything strawberry related, but, um, you can create things from nothing and they can look like strawberries. If you have red paint, you can paint some paper and make it cut out some strawberries and draw some strawberries and figure out how on earth to draw a strawberry. Maybe start there, but there are ways, there are ways around it. So something to consider. Um, the one thing about a theme is you can use it as a launching pad. So if you're thinking strawberries, should I just stop at strawberries or maybe I could venture out into the world of strawberry jam or strawberry pie or strawberry tarts or strawberry cake or strawberry shortcake, the little creature, you know, the little, the little, um, character. Um, maybe that's why I was getting confused with Holly Hobby. Um, but you know what I mean? Like you don't have to just stay cold, hard strawberry and don't vary from the actual strawberry. Or you can just go into these other, you know, fringe realms of strawberry related things to bring more into your fold. So you have more things to play with and different ways you can take your journal. The nice thing about a theme journal is also that it's very personalized. You have a very special person in mind and you really adore and love that person and you want to make something that speaks to their heart specifically. That's an awesome thing to do, a themed journal on something that they admire, they love, they fancy, or this person could be you, totally could be you, absolutely. Um, you know, that is that theme gives you the ability to focus. And um, uh, personalized gifts are very, very popular. Uh, just think about all the engraving companies. And remember, we used to get the silver bracelets with our name engraved on them and that. And uh, now they kind of look like aller- uh, penicillin allergy bracelets. But um, you know, they were really cool at the time. And, um, so yeah, personalized gifts are hugely popular, um, monogrammed towels, things like that. Just think about that. Just, just have a ponder on the, on the personalized gift market. It's, it's, it's enormous. So your odds of success of making that person happy, even if it's yourself are very good with a theme journal. Um, the other side of that might be, well, what if, you know, you get them, this, you make this strawberry creation, this strawberry journal, and they're no longer into strawberries. You think, okay, that the likelihood of that is low. No, no, no. I have a, a little nephew who was so into butterflies for years. One day he wasn't. And there I was with baskets full of butterfly things. Oh, that's right. I got to send him a gift, gift for 
nephew. Okay. <laughs> and I will not be sending him a butterfly journal because he is no longer into butterflies. So sometimes you want to touch base with the person just to make sure they're really into the theme that you're thinking they're really in. Remember, people are not frozen in time. We may be in their perception of what they still love, but they may have moved on. So double check before you spend a lot of time and money, energy, and effort making a journal that uh, and personalized into something they're just not into anymore. So just take that into account. Um, now, themed journals can um, be very specific or very general in nature. Um, we've touched on this lightly, but I'll just give you a, another example. So let's say, um, well, let's use blueberries. Um, somebody wants a blueberry journal. Okay, so you go down the blueberry path. That's a very specific um, theme. What about just a blue journal? Okay, now we've backed out. We've taken a panoramic global view, worldwide view of the blueberry as just being blue. Now it could be ode to blueberry, you know, which basically means blueberry-esque <laughs> and, um, uh, or honoring the blueberry, a poem to the blueberry, um, meaning if you just made a blue journal, it would honor the fact that that person does like blueberries, and uh, but it would give them the flexibility that if they outgrew blueberries at any time or they've just moved on from the blueberry world, you still see, hear, and feel the fact that blueberries were once in their life by the fact you gave them a blue journal. Now, if you, if you pick a color-themed journal, this is an, actually a fabulous place to start if you're considering themes because it gives you so many options. When you start going through your stuff and you say, okay, I'm going to put on my big crafter pants and I'm going to go in there and uh, find everything blue in my supplies. And you start ferreting through and ferreting through. And you'll find that uh, you tend to naturally gravitate to specific colors. And just as you are, um, you, you we do this as people. And um, um, as opposed to aliens, we, we do this as people. And um, <laughs> um, we gather these things. And I, I found that I ca uh, gathered a lot of pink brown, green, and blue. Those would be the things that I would gather just because I like those colors. And I tend to use them a lot when I'm crafting. So I had accumulated a lot of items with those colors. So it was very easy for me to go in and find blue stuff for my blue journal. And uh, actually, I loved my blue journal and I still have it to this day. I'll try and remember to, to show it on camera one day, but it's one of my favorite journals. And it was, it was actually a very easy themed journal to do because it was all blue. And uh, so the next color I attempted was um, uh, a color that I don't normally gravitate to, but I was collecting a few things here and there. And you may ask, well, how did you collect these things of that color that you don't particularly uh, get drawn to? And the color is red. And the reason why I decided on that color because it was Valentine's and I wanted to you make, a, I wanted to number one, use up a lot of the red stuff that I had collected from the thrift shops and all my gatherings of garage sales and yard sales and estate sales and all these other places and um, just use them up all in one journal. I thought that would be a great time to use it because very color appropriate for the holiday of Valentine's Day. So I did, I went through my stuff and I found hearts and uh, red construction paper and red doilies and read this and read that. And I still have that one to this day. And one day I will do a, a flip through of that one just so you can see it. Uh, but it, and that was actually a very easy one to do. I think I cross matched it with a little bit of black. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Black for contrast, but the, blue, the red and black kind of journal. But I did use up almost everything that I had that was red. So that's a nice option for you. Just something to think about. Now let's flip over to the cons. Um, not really cons, but uh, just things to consider um, when you're doing themed journals. Sometimes some stuff is going to be hard to find if you have a very specific theme. I had um, embarked on a very theme-specific journal for my husband once. Uh, it was related to a specific, a specific pirate treasure that was apparently still missing. Turned out it had eventually been found, which I found out through research. But let me tell you that it took a lot of research to do that journal. And I spent probably two months researching, uh, looking on the internet, finding out the story behind what happened to this treasure. And I made the entire um, uh, journal uh, reveal little bits and pieces of the story of the journey of the treasure and how eventually it was found. And um, it was a lot of fun to make, but um, it was, let me tell you, it was an ordeal. It was a project. It was it, like, not that wouldn't be something I could crank out you know, easily that, that is something that, you know, that, you know, that's kind of like the queen is coming for a visit and you got to make something, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like that. So if you have somebody really special in your life and, um, um, there's something where you want to go, um, and it is the extra mile because you just, you dive deep, you go very deep and, um, maybe it's more than just collecting colors and pictures. Maybe there is heavy research involved. And uh, for this one, there was, uh, maybe you want to do one on Leonardo da Vinci and you're maybe going to get in there and have to do a little reading and a little learning and a little expressing and kind of think if you're going to do some Leonardo-esque, how are you going to weave in who he was, um, what he thought, what he explored, what he invented, what he, how he wrote. I mean, all these things, there's so many fascinating things about him. I should really do a Leonardo da Vinci journal. That would be so cool. Um, he's one of my big heroes. And, uh, Um, so yeah, just kind of take that into consideration that some themes require a lot more research than others. And are you, do you have the time, energy, and effort, um, needed in order to complete the mission, right? Complete the mission, make that journal. Um, you can spend hours of looking. It can take up a lot of time. Um, and like I said, much research is involved and, uh, oh, here's another consideration. Let's say you do a very specific theme of a journal. Let's say you do um, pigs with wings with purple polka dots. And this person is really into pigs with wings and purple polka dots. And uh, maybe it's a customer and a customer says, you know, I really have this fascination with pigs with wings with purple polka dots. And then for some reason or another, you complete the journal, but the customer doesn't want it anymore. And then you have a pigs with wings with purple polka dots journal. And is somebody else going to want it? You might be faced with that quandary. So I think that might be if you're if you're going to sell your journals or anything like that, you may want to consider keeping them a little bit more of a, who am I to say? Do whatever you want. Have fun with it. But you may want to consider more um, neutral 
generic, not generic, um, but more neutral themes, I might say, or themes that might please more people. Um, and, and maybe I would also recommend doing something that you enjoy and that you like playing with. And two of my favorite themes are nature and Victorian. And sometimes I blend them together. Sometimes I keep them separate. Um, but there's always usually a little splash of this and a little splash of that in, in my journals somewhere. And, um, um, you know, I feel like if the person wants to personalize it even more, they can take it up a notch from where I, I left it. You know, they can add things, they can add their favorite this and that, and that's a great thing to do. So that is something to think about when you're thinking about whether you should make a themed junk journal or not. And, um, I highly recommend you give one a go. Um, you know, who is great fodder for, um, uh, well, they're actually fun to practice with our kids. If you're unsure and you don't quite know if you have a lot of time to invest or dedicate to making a theme journal, make a very simple one and make it quick and easy and light and just see if you enjoy the process. Uh, you know, maybe your kids are really into Sesame Street or, um, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm kind of out of the kid loop, but whatever, um, kids are into these days um you know see if you enjoy the process of focusing on a specific area and diving in and looking for stuff and creating and make it maybe a a single signature journal something that's um easy and and um uh, you know, cross your fingers that the kids are still into it or into it, or just double check and make sure and, and, and ask, ask the kid, you know, do you still like, um, you know, my little pony or do you still like whatever? <laughs> and, uh, just, just have fun with it and, uh, just dabble. You can dabble. You don't have to dive deep all the time. You can just dabble on the, um, surface and see if you, if you like the water, the water's warm, then come on in and dabble some more. And, um, um, some things I have seen on the internet are, um, different stylized themes I would say like there's um, there's light academia and dark academia there's cottage core and there's romanticism and then there's medieval and renaissance and and um, you know Viking and then there's there's I mean like I would say genres time periods period periods like period pieces kind of feeling the Jane Austen Pride and Prejudice um, the classics, um, these broad swaths of areas that you could explore as themes, maybe something that tweaks your interest. And now I will warn you that sometimes if you do spend a lot of time on a journal and it's a themed journal and it happened to be a theme that you liked personally, Odds are you may have a little bit of difficulty letting go of that journal because, number one, it took you a long time to make research and you had so much fun researching it and you want to just show everybody and, and turn every page and go down the, through the story of what you found and how you found it and, and wasn't this interesting and isn't this neat how that relates to this and da-da-da-da-da and um, it may be a little tough to let go of that journal. Yeah, it's happened. I, I, I must admit, it's happened to me. And... Uh, Uh, But maybe, you you know, if you make enough of these books, you may come to the point one day, like I did, where I just had too many journals. There was no more room for any more journals. And I had already given them to everybody I knew and loved. And I had already given many away. And and it was just like, it seems like the next natural step sometimes. But not everybody's path leads down that path. And that's fine, too. Journals can be purely made just for yourself and no one else. And there can be great joy in that. And you can make them themed. You can make them unthemed. Uh, but as long as you're having fun the entire way, that's all that really matters. So I hope you guys are having fun out there today. It's just me and Sunny sitting out here on the couch. Sonny is sleeping now because he's 
pooped out from his little fetch game. No, it wasn't. It was an epic fetch t- game today. We threw balls. We threw. I don't even want to tell you how many toys he has. He's. I don't know. He's probably got 40, 40 little stuffed animal thing, strange like things. One of them is an avocado. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We might have to rotate the toys. Probably time for a toy wash. You know what I mean? Every once in a while, I'll just take all his little stuffed toys and throw them in the washer. Yeah. Right? Did you hear that? Oh, he, yeah, I woke him up. He's like, what, what are you doing with my toys? Where are you taking them? I know it's a bit of a traumatic thing when they all disappear. Might have to do them in shifts. That's probably smarter. But uh, in amongst the daily chores of life and uh, whatever else you're doing out there in the world, I hope something fabulous and fun for you. Um, you know, I hope you have the joyous experience of making a book or many books um, as you leave these little legacies on our planet and uh, we take things and we recreate them. Uh, We create them out of uh, something that that, uh, we found along the way. We came across, we were gifted, um, we found at a thrift store, who knows where, but we uh, turn it into something wonderful and have a lot of fun with it. So um, if you're looking for any of my links, they're all linked down below my videos. You can find my... um, um, monthly emailed newsletter which is free and um you get a free monthly uh, you get a digital kit you get no you get a digital kit you get a free monthly image emailed to you you get a note from the bookmaker which you can change to make your own it comes in word doc or pdf format so you can play with it and um, there's a junk list journal supply list that you can keep your eyes open for um, these items it's quite an extensive list it's seven or eight pages long and um uh, junk journal tips, notes from, uh, I told you that, and updates from me. And um, also, I have ephemera collections available in my Etsy shop right now. These are uh, beautiful collections of many, many different kinds of old papers, vintage papers, antique papers, um, everything from ledger papers, old receipts, old uh, postcards, tea cards, um, hand dyed papers that I did myself. I mean, so many different things. And uh, I put a little video there and um, some descriptions so you can check those out if you might be interested in those. Sometimes folks um, don't have the opportunity to find those or experience those or maybe they're too expensive. Um, This might be uh, a a good option for if you want to see, feel, and touch those papers. So to all the paper lovers out there, um, please um, enjoy yourselves. Have a great time. We are worldwide and uh, we're always thinking about you here at the Paper Outpost. So come on back and have some fun with us. My videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 a.m. Eastern time, and my podcast, um, hopefully, as you know, come out Tuesdays and Thursdays with all sorts of different topics. So take care, everybody. Until next time, bye-bye.